for those of us who are listening, master class is up in a few minutes. Do stay tuned, and then you'll find out all that this conversation is about. Okay, and I know you have a pro you'll be speaking to this afternoon as well. Tell us a bit about your guest. Mauli. Mauli is a socialist, and where do I start from? Mauli has his own company. He's been doing this for over 25 years. Wow. He's a consultant in the field of sales. He's helped set up many, 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 many companies. And he actually helps people to also recruit their sales teams. Mm. So that's Mm, Mauli for you. I mean, I got some calls last week saying, how can we get in touch with him? Mm. He's going to be on the show today. Okay. Listen, and he can help you consult for you and rebuild your sales team for value. Awesome. Awesome. So, listeners, as I always do say, time to get your pens and notebooks ready uh, as we delve into Masterclass. Ignition returns at 
do what it is you're doing. We welcome you to today's edition of Masterclass. We're starting at 1.30 and run all the way through to 2.15 here on Super Station. Do keep your dial locked here and join this conversation. I'm happy to have back in the studio with me in this conversation my wonderful resource person who's been sharing some wonderful thoughts. I got some great reviews from our show last week. Maoli, you're welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me again. It's always <laughs> exciting to have you. It's always exciting to have you. Yeah. And 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 just, just by way of feedback, some of the things that we shared last week were wonderful. They were yeah. practical. They helped people in their businesses a lot. We got a lot of feedback and uh, we're looking forward to another exciting show today. Okay. Like I always say, I want us to get interactive. I want to give you as much time as possible to get the stuff out there so that people can relate it to their businesses because okay. you see Christmas is coming yeah. I was just talking to Sammy a few minutes ago the temperature in a country seems to be building up whether it is due to election mm-hmm. pre-election um, heebie-jeebies or it is due to end of year yeah. whatever it is there's exactly. a temple building up and we might as well sell some stuff in there yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an opportune time for many businesses Precisely. To, to fill the gap that has been lost as a result of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was something you said in our conversation last week, yes. which sort of stuck with me. Okay. And I'm just going to start with that and okay. you'll sort of take us into a recap of what we did last week All for right. those of our listeners yes. who um, were not able to join us. Mm-hmm. Some people also sent in some questions. I know when we start with the interaction section, okay. you will start with those questions yeah. as well. But there was something you said that when you're recruiting... Um, and last week we, we dwelt on recruiting, coaching, and, and training. And training yeah. um, today we're going to be talking about enablement in exactly. a few minutes. But you said something. You said gut feeling yeah. is not something to go with. And oftentimes you watch videos, training videos. You watch all of those. You know, read all of those material, and they say at some point when you've ticked every box, go with your gut. You know, you you hear that a lot. But you bro- you you broke it down for us, and you helped us understand it. And you were scientific about it also. Yeah. There were boxes to tick. Yeah to make sure that exactly. you are marking and measuring it right. Exactly. And that was super helpful. Yes. Can you just do a quick recap for us, for those of our listeners who missed out last week? Okay. And then we go straight into today's conversation. Right. So, so I, I said that uh, one of the mistakes that many businesses do is to recruit based on gut feelings, mm. right? Uh, yes, we, we can all see somebody uh, and then feel that this guy can sell mm-hmm. or this lady is a, is a good fit for sales role but usually uh, that's, that feeling is not um, validated mm-hmm. when the person comes into the room you know you'll find out there are gaps uh, you'll find out that uh, the competencies are weak you'll find out that the sales DNA is not aligned to the kind of industry uh, you, are, you are selling to that's one of the reasons Yes, gut feeling, but when you have done everything, you've used all the tools. So this is one way it goes. We talked about using the the culture of the organization. We talked about uh, allocating 10% to that, allocate about uh, 30% to behavioral interviews where you ask the person questions regarding the experience, etc. And we talked about another 30% for... Uh, using the sales assess- assessment tools, right? Right, and then we the last thirty percent we mm-hmm. said for references. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the ten percent where is a fit cultural fit? Okay, at that point 
when all the tools are being used, the behavioral interview, the uh, uh, sales assessment tools are being used, and the person is a fit, right? You can come to a conclusion. At, at that point, your 10% to see whether the person is a fit with the organization. Uh, there are certain things you need to measure the person with. Okay, uh, how your your organization works, the kind of pressure you work within, the kind of customers that you deal. So at that point, uh, there's that is more subjective, right? It is it is not very objective. So that's where you have people's preferences coming in there. So the discretion. Uh, yes. So if you had people at the end, two candidates, and you want one, and probably all of them scored. A plus at that point in time, you are now going to check to see what are the things you have in common. Mm. Uh, Would this kind of person fit into our culture? And that is like your gut feeling. So it shouldn't be more than 10%. Yes, I mean, it shouldn't be more than, but just to see somebody and assume that, yeah. You know, at times when I, I sit on interview panels, you know, and you see some of the uh, candidates, you get the impression. And they can tell you all the right things, okay? <laughs> they can exhibit certain things. But when you you use the assessment tool, you begin to see gaps. It shows the, the gaps. And the, the beauty about the assessment tool, too, is that if it is gamed by the person, mm-hmm. it will flag it and say, yes, this guy seems to be suitable. It's a go. But you need to flag these issues and you can go back. And then the references then would validate everything. The guy said they were selling uh, 100 cartons a a month, Mm. true or false. And that's an integrity issue, Mm -hmm. you understand. So as much as possible, because the cost of having the wrong person in a row, right? Is enormous. It's enormous. Plus the opportunity cost the Precisely. sales that you would have been making the business lost the business loss. So it's it's, it's so there's a way to do this right, recruiting right, right. For, salespeople. for salespeople. There were three questions you asked last yeah. week, and I'll just ask them again before we start yes. going into today's okay. conversation. Yeah. And so um, for those of us who are listening, just a sort of self internal self-assessment, if you like. You, if you want to share your comments with us also, you can do that on 0244340437. So here's the first question. If you own any business of any kind, ask yourself, how many of you, which is, do you feel that 100% with 100% certainty that your sales team has the right people, has the right skills to achieve your sales plan? Yeah. Do you feel that the sales team you have with 100% certainty, they have the right people and they have the right skills to achieve your sales plan? Yeah. Question two, do you currently, so, so what, do your current salespersons have the sales skills, beliefs, and sales DNA to win today and in the future? The answer is yes, no, or I'm not sure. Again, a self-introspection, so you answer this for yourself. Do you think that the current crop of salespeople you have have the required skills, the required beliefs, and the required sales DNA to win today and in the future? And then the last question was, how many hours per month does your sales team or organization spend coaching one salesperson? One to two hours, three to five, zero hours, or I'm not sure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so answer these questions first. So let's talk about what we're doing today. Yes. Sales enablement. Yes. What's that about? Well, it's, it's all about the arsenal that your salespeople need to go to the battlefield. That's how I can, that's the 
picture I can paint. So mm-hmm. can you imagine you've recruited uh, new soldiers to go and fight, <laughs> to go to battle, and they don't have the arsenal, they don't have the armory, mm-hmm. the equipment, then work done is zero. So that's basically what we are going to talk about today. What are the kind of tools you can use to make your salespeople become successful at what they do? Mm. That's basically what we're going to look at today. Right. If you've just joined us, this is Masterclass here on Superstation Joy 99.7. We continue our conversation here on sales with Maoli Oklu. Do stay tuned and we'll get interactive at some point. Ahead of that, if you want to send us a comment, you can do that on 0244-340-437. Maoli, talk to us about sales enablement. Yes, so sales enablement simply uh, means that we all the resources, right, all the tools that an organization will make available to its salespeople to be effective and efficient at selling. Okay. So there are times you find sales organizations saying, well, we don't have the tools, so how do you expect to achieve? And these tools need to be well thought through. And it's not every tool that is suitable for any sales organization. So the benefit basically is it helps in productivity. Now, if you enter a lot of sales organization, one of the challenges is that how do we improve, the question they ask, how do we improve productivity of our salespeople, right? Uh, And there's a language that the insurance guys use a lot. What's your production for this week? What's your production for that month? Mm -hmm. That that word production actually uh, is what drives uh, the insurance industry for us. And it's the same for every organization. Secondly, it helps salespeople to contribute to the organization in terms of deals they will do. Because, yes, you may be productive, but at the end of the day, the, the contribution in terms of of the value of sales you are doing, uh, are you discounting, for instance, which then uh, gives your, your company low productivity. So those, those are the, the benefits. Okay. So I'll talk about three, three areas of sales and enablements. And the first one is technology. The second one, content, uh, marketing content. And the third information and knowledge. So, let's start with the first one, which is technology. Just like every industry these days, they will stay go agile, <laughs> work in a digitized, digitized etc. But the first one, that if your organization doesn't have one, you have to consider is to have a CRM. Okay. Okay. That word is banded around. At times in some organizations, it means a tool to, to manage the customer service role, the existing customers. But here, the CRM is, is, is the most powerful tool that any sales organization can have because it gives you visibility. What does CRM mean? Uh, mean sorry, Customer Relationship Management System. Right. So it gives you visibility into how your sales operation is going. So think about it. How can a pilot 
fly blind without the panels, the dashboards. You know, so there are times I call, I say voodoo, <laughs> voodoo, uh, how do you call it? Forecasting, mm-hmm. you know. And how do you know you're going to make a sale next month? How do you know how much you get? It is the CRM that gives you the platform to be able to to do that. So the CRM one, what it does is that it records information about your prospects in the what we call the sales pipeline. So this is essentially a, a kind of software. Yes, it's essentially that a is kind required. Of so yes, yeah. it's a software. Exactly. Right. And uh, some people have been able to even use Excel, right? Mm. To create a, a simple CRM because the business is not big, mm. right? But it has to be information on which stage mm-hmm. of the the, the the sales pipeline we currently find a prospect. Right. A prospect means a potential customer or an existing customer mm. for that matter. Second, what does it do? What stage of the process are they in? So I'll give you a typical example. If you have, let's say, a four-step sales process for your organization, and you say, okay, first meeting. Your first step is meeting, okay? Meeting. The second step is to do a presentation. Third step is to negotiate. Fourth step is to, uh, how do you call it? Close the deal. However, the guy has met your salesperson has met somebody for the first time to introduce themselves. So the introductory meeting. So the introductory meeting, after that introductory meeting, you you have to assign some milestone to it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've met the decision maker. So on a scale of 1 to 10, right, my chances of closing this business is maybe at 10%. 10%, yeah. All right. But then, if the guy does that, and comes to tell you that at the end of the month, from that particular potential customer, he's going to bring 10,000, 100,000 Ghana CDs. Then you should be asking yourself, how is that possible? Second question, do people in our industry take decisions in one-month cycles, two-month cycles, three-month cycles? Which means that the organization has to know its sales cycle, Right. And that's one of the reasons why we miss a lot of a lot of uh, forecasting because we are not getting it right. We we don't know at what stage a salesperson is at with a particular potential customer, and that can create trouble for us. The next thing it does is that you get information about the prospects as well. There are times where business leaders are scratching their heads about. Uh, just to find the data of potential customers is a, is a problem. Okay, so the CRM now there are so many. Some are on your mobile, etc. That has geofencing. In other words, it can it can restrict a salesperson within a particular geographical area. You can see where they've gone so that you hold them accountable, right? Because the 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 only resource that the sales team has. Is time and money. So if the guy is on the field, you must be able to see where they are located at a particular time. If they finish their meeting, they must be able to indi- you must be able to have a system that says, well, meeting has been completed, right? These are the discussions we had without coming back to the office to complete that. You know, so that's the the, the thing about 
CRM. Very uh, powerful. Let me just add this, you know, because we're all learning here. And I, and I was just nodding when you were talking because it's such a powerful thing you just shared. And what we're saying is that we're moving from the era of doing things by rote. Yes. By learning and by chewing the formulas and yeah. by going step one, yes. step two, step three, exactly. to an era of analytics. Exactly. And and what we're saying is that you don't need man hours to sit down for two weeks to pour through material to be able to. Do. There are systems put together today that are intelligent enough to analyze the raw data you put in there. Okay. So all we're saying is that put in the data. How many customers do you have? Put it there. Exactly. How often do you review them? Put it there. Exactly. What's your sales cycle? Put it there. Yeah. What is the process through you go a yeah. process you go through to acquire one customer? Put it there. Exactly. Now the system is measured to say to give you certain analytics. So exactly. for example, in the week it can tell you what has your progress been in a week? Exactly. How many customers have you called? Exactly. What are the prospects? Exactly. You should have achieved X exactly. as a percentage of the total time exactly. you have. So this is where you are. Exactly. Can you make it at the end of the time exactly. or can you not make it? Will exactly. you miss a runway? You know, and the IT guys use this term, active, active. Yes. So if I'm borrowing it in sales, mm. this is the point you're making, exactly. that you want to be together with your sales team, not just receiving reports. No. So active, active will be when they are in the field, mm. every activity that they undertake, they enter onto some kind of handheld exactly. device. Exactly. It feeds into the main software that you're sitting on yeah, exactly. and it tells you, so you are actively working with them. Exactly. And you see it. You don't, you don't wait at the end of your month or at the end of your day to read piles and piles and piles of reports. Yes. You've, and it's so brilliant, the point yes. you're making. You've you know? touched on a very important part. You said you don't wait until the end of the uh, month. So that's what we call lagging indicators. Mm. At the end of the month, I, visit, I, I sold X amount. But the real... The data. Com- the companies that actually win are those who understand and can interpret the leading indicators. Exactly. How many customers has the guy visited, the salesperson visited in a month or in a week? At what stage is each of these people? What progress are they making? Mm-hmm. And the beauty about this is that it can give you an idea of forecasting. So if Precisely. I have, if I, if your sales people have, let's say, ten, talking to ten people mm-hmm. in a month, and let's say the sales cycle is one month, ten people, and at the, by middle of the month, you find that four, three of them are at the last stage negotiation for a potential twenty thousand Ghana CD mm-hmm. deal. Right, you know that those deals are going to close by the end of the month if the right. Uh, you even know where to focus your energies exactly. because you know where your pipelines are. Exactly, but then so you can have that. Then you can say that okay, five of them are still at introductory stage. So we are not expecting anything from. So after six months, if you are still at introductory stage, you, you can make the decision and say, "Do I pursue?" Do I pursue or is the salesperson actually pursuing? Exactly. You understand? And the other thing is that you find salespeople who can do the introductory part, get it to negotiation, but the business stalls. That could even be an indicator as a, a sales uh, manager. Of that a skills gap. Of a skills gap. You know, so there's there are so many opportunities. You sit down and you can say, wow, and we are not mining there. Yes. It also helps you to find those who are who are putting in junk into the sales system, who are not qualified you know, people. I wish we could just talk about this alone the whole time. But but I'm just gonna say this in summary because you need to move on to the others. That what we're saying is that stop throwing money at a situation without understanding it. Exactly. Get involved in your sales. Yes. Things have changed today. Yes. 
revolutionize it. Get a software, get a consultant, talk to them. Be actively involved mm-hmm. in your sales yeah. process. Yes. That's the only way you can get results because you can only expect what you inspect. Exactly. If you're not looking at it, it's not getting done. Exactly. And like we've talked about, you can see shortfalls. Exactly. Maybe the person selling can has pushed that to a point. He's stuck. He needs to go to the next level. Maybe an executive level involvement needs to be done. Exactly. Maybe it's not even a viable lead to chase. Maybe, you know, your, your window is so short. If you don't push it and close it within a certain period, you're going to lose it. Exactly. There are lots of things that can be done. With the things. use of technology a, in a your lo- sales, a lot of things, and I'm sure people are out there say, "But CRMs are expensive." But let me. Oh, but they're simple apps. Let, let Let me tell you what it is. Yes. I mean, there are CRMs that gives you a free, a free uh, usage mm. up to a certain level. Can we give some examples? I mean, from your experience, initially you mentioned that um, people, your IT guys can help you build a simple dashboard yes, using I mean, Access or Excel. Yes. yes. But otherwise. You could just go to Google and find out, and I find suppose. Out. Yes, some of them simple. will get you a simple one because they say oh, it for five people. You can, and you, have no, you know, most of those CRMs have been built for huge enterprise mm. organizations. Mm. So, I mean, their freemium is good for you mm-hmm. and me. Mm-hmm. So, if you are a small business, you can use their freemium, which is for life. Uh, HubSpot, for instance, mm-hmm. has a freemium that you can use a, a good CRM mm-hmm. free for life unless you want to begin to play at a certain level, level. you understand because they just want to hook and you. once you understand the process flow exactly. at, at, a, at a basic exactly. level exactly. you can build on it and become better exactly. stop doing this thing manually exactly stop reinventing the wheel yes. somebody has done it for you and say, it's for free yes as they say you go tired let's move on technology <laughs> <laughs> Then the next one is uh, content, uh, marketing content. Marketing content, right. When we talk about marketing content, uh, we are not talking about your leaflets, promotional items, etc. But we are talking about tools that will help salespeople, websites, okay? Blog posts, right? Uh, Case studies, and that is where I I, I have a passion for. And that has got to do with... um, uh, uh, social proof because you must be able to prove to people that Yao has used this product and this was the situation in which he was in and this is this is where he finds himself now after we solved the, the problem because that is the Molly, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry to take us back but I've been one of those people who have always thought yes. until this conversation yes. that Sales is meant for some people only. I can understand what you've talked about. Yes. I mean, the right skill, the yes. sales DNA. Yes. But I think that if we have all of this information, yes. it will make the approach to sales quite easier than we have always thought it is. Exactly. You won't be afraid of being rejected because if you have information and you're talking to the person, and you make them see that they need your product. Most definitely, yeah. And you're offering it at value. Then the information becomes power, doesn't it? It, it becomes. That, that's all it is. I'm so I'm so passionate about this yes. thing this afternoon because we need to understand that when you have data, when you have analytics, when you have trend analysis, yeah. you can go to the person and say, your business is about to go down. Mm-hmm. I can help you. And they say, what do you mean my business is about? And show them the numbers. Exactly. There's something that people understand, business owners understand, mm-hmm. and it's numbers. Yeah. If you show them that their numbers are not doing well and this is what's going to happen and it's backed by empirical data, trend analysis. I was talking to a gentleman just two days ago and he said to me, he says, yeah, in... From January 
to date. Yes. We've talked about COVID and COVID and how businesses are going down. Do you know how much money people, the internet has traded for Ghana alone? Yeah. And it's it's yeah. in various businesses. It's over $100 million. Yeah. Yes, people yes. have sat here and traded and bought things on the internet yeah, exactly. and shipped things. Exactly. Over $100 million. Yeah, exactly. And we're talking about businesses going down. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's trend it, analysis. Yes, it's just got to do with a mindset change you know you need to shift that you know because for instance this content uh, thing I'm talking about for instance case studies etc all you need to do what it does is that it does the talking for you right it reduces how often you are going to follow up because mm. then you have let's say a testimonial and the testimonial must be verifiable mm. anyway you understand so that is and and for different segments of your market different types of customers use cases mm -hmm. you understand and different challenges that they faced that is very important and this has to be provided by the marketing department mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. means that marketing and sales have to align on this together yeah then the last point i want to raise on this importance of the marketing content is that at the early stage, stages of the sales process, for instance, the introductory stage and then uh, 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 going through the middle to identifying needs, etc. At the introductory stage, such tools positions you as an expert because customers want to buy from people who they perceive as knowledgeable in their, in, in their domain, right? And then it also helps to foster a good relationship. So that is the issue, the, the points regarding marketing content. Mm. Then let me quickly look at information and knowledge. This is the, the software. <laughs> you know, that's the software, you know. And when I talk about it, information and knowledge, very often product knowledge is the alpha and omega yeah. right it is the foundation and i always emphasize that but you cannot successfully sell knowing only your product okay you need to give your salespeople other information and knowledge that will help them so some of the areas is that they must know the company's sales process mm. Otherwise, they'll be selling differently. So think about it. You go to a church or a function, there's a choir, and each person is singing from a different page. That's chaotic. You will not get consistent results. So that is one information clear. And I know organizations who take their salespeople through the sales process very often and educate them why it's important to follow the process. Second point we must also provide them with the buyers and our target markets. At times, we assume that salespeople know who we are selling to. But it has to be clarified. So, for instance, there are companies, a company who want to identify three segments and the behavior of the buyers. If you do not understand that, your salespeople do not understand that, then they will be fighting blind. The next point is do we understand, do your salespeople understand the, the pain? So, yeah, you are in general services, right? What are your pains? So, if anybody wants to sell a solution to you, right, the person must understand the pain that you go through as young. In your role as a general uh, manager for general services, 
without understanding that the person cannot connect with you and identify your pains and then solve those problems. So that's another information. The other information is that we need to know who our competitors are. Provide. Uh, I, I did some work for a, a client where there was competitive information that was being supplied to the salespeople every morning and industry information. <laughs> Believe you me, it was only one out of 10 salespeople who was using it. And obviously the guy's sales figures were, were, were more than the rest combined. You know, so that has to be important. And then finally, coaching. Coaching. Mm. I mean, that is the only way you have to reinforce the knowledge and then the skills. So if you don't have a culture of coaching in your sales organization, then you have big gaps in your 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 ability to give your salespeople the arsenal to fight and win the war for you. Some very, very wonderful thoughts there. I know that we're going to be getting interactive and we're going to be dwelling a, a bit more on some of the points which have been shared. Yes. We'll be getting interactive shortly. You can send us your comments on 0244340437. We'll be opening the phone lines right after this. The masterclass is in session and you can interact with us via Facebook at Joy Business or at Joy 99.7 FM. And if you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM. Don't forget to hashtag masterclass. You can also send us a text on 1422 across all networks or join the WhatsApp conversation on 0244-340437. And our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back to the show. This is Masterclass. Masterclass is brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, yenara yedia. So going cashless has never been this convenient and exciting. Goyle's e-payment systems are now compatible with G-Link and the national payment platform. Now you can use your G-Link card on Goyle POS machines to purchase fuel. GH-Link cards offers additional payment options for fuel purchases at Goyle stations in addition to the Go card. Every fuel purchased is recorded automatically on your monthly bank statement, helping cardholders track and manage their expenses. So go ahead and use your GH Link card to buy fuel and all lubricants from any of Goyle's over 400 stations across Ghana. Go cashless and protect yourself and stick to all the COVID-19 protocols in these times. Goyle, they say good energy, Goyle. Yenara, yeah, yeah. Phone lines are now open. You can pick up that phone. Give us a call on 0302216541. That's 0302. 0302- Two one six five four one. You can also send us your comments on zero two four four three four zero four three seven. Four lines are now open. We're interactive now. Mauli, yeah. you 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 shared some very wonderful thoughts, but you know, while we're waiting for our first call to come yes. through, I just wanted you to sort of hit a bit more for me, if you like. I think my first call is through. Um, one second. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Good afternoon. Yeah. You're discussion. Good afternoon, my I brother. Kind of from your your guest. Yes. What are some of the the free CRMs you can mention to whether we can use um, for status. Brilliant, brilliant. Please keep listening. We'll try and answer that question. I mean, I was expecting that question. I mean, mm-hmm. because people need information, and information, like we have always said, is power. Yes. 
so he's asking um where can we get access to some of these free well i mean just google i mean one of them that i can give you i use that myself mm. because i have a small team and i you, it's, it's not important to invest in such big one well the the big boy in uh, crm is uh, salesforce bloody expensive <laughs> right but uh, check out uh, hubspot right hubspot H-U-B-S-P-O-T I think they have a platform that does inbound marketing but they do have uh, a free for life sales uh, CRM that you can use up to five or six or seven of your your, 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 your sales people but the most important thing is that you need to first of all have your sales process clearly defined before you can benefit from that so once you have it clearly defined the software will ask you to indicate your steps and once you do your uh, you customize your steps you are good to go but the most important thing is that people must use it uh, there are other tools that are handheld crms that you can softwares that you can get i don't have some you just google i mean you can contact me through uh, you later on and no i mean straight uh, i think you can, you can go ahead i mean if people want to find you after this show and get some consulting information how do they reach you how do they reach sales mark oh sales mark <laughs> yeah. just call my number zero two four four two seven nine three six eight okay if you can just repeat that slowly zero two four four two seven nine Three six eight. Okay, and then they'll get to speak directly to you. Yes. Okay, we'll put that phone number out again before we go. But by all means, if you need some sales help, sales consulting, somebody to help you put your sales operation right, like we've we've said here on the show, give Maoli a call and they'll be able to help. Phone lines are now open zero three zero two two one six five four one. Pick up that phone, give us a call. Let's share some thoughts on how you can make your sales better. It's getting to the end of the year. How can you stop throwing good money at a situation that is not scientific? You can't measure it. You don't know what you're getting out of it and you're upset all the time because the numbers are not coming in it's because we can make it a bit more scientific than you're doing now and in scientific by scientific i mean we can make it more measurable yeah and go down to the details of it look at the trend analysis the data available and make it a bit more profitable i've got this on social media from nogbe in tessa nogbe says good afternoon i'm so grateful um for this discussion this afternoon i've seen most of the companies now and they Okay, okay. Um, essentially, what he's saying is that the education must go to the CEOs and they must take their sales people seriously in many companies. Is, is do, you, a, do you want to comment on that? Is he a prophet? <laughs> well, I mean, I found that that's a, a major issue. I mean, so uh, there, are, there are some ideas to engage CEOs because you must understand. Uh, you can't assume that uh, everybody and the, the, the position of a lot of sales managers in this country is that they are playing a role of selling you know, they, they are expected to to lead the team just sell, sell, sell you know, so uh, they don't actually have the time they don't free themselves to do the strategic things that are important mm. you know, I know a sales manager of a company in, based in Tema Every Monday morning, he spends an hour coaching. The sales meeting is not an inquisition. Mm-hmm. It's a cabal. Yes, it's a one-on-one with each salesperson using the uh, CRM, right? And their sales, right? And then there's a coaching component in it. Why did, didn't we close this sale? 
why did we lose? So they do a win a win loss analysis because you must also understand why you lost the deal. And it's even so revealing for the salesperson himself exactly. when he finds out that this is the standing of my work. Exactly. You know, there's there's something about analytics when they show you what you've done, yeah. and you now understand it mm-hmm. and understand that look. So for the past two months, I've been going out, I've been working, I've spoken to these people, but my I've not gone beyond this point exactly. on this one. Then you find out, but I could have done it. Exactly. So the next time you go out, you're going out with more information and you're armed. Exactly. So, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't be on point yes. more than that. There's Sarah on social media from Winneba. Mm-hmm. Sarah says, good day, uh, a very good and educative session with your guest. And he's very brilliant. Maoli, compliments to you. Well done you. to Maoli. Sarah from Winneba. Right. I've got a question for you. Um, numbers to call again, 0302-216-541. You want to give Maoli a call or give us a call here on the show. Maoli will answer your question very quickly on how you can make your sales process and your sales teams better. No matter what you do, whether it's a service, it's a product, it's tangible, it's intangible, you're yeah. selling it. Exactly. You may think that you're doing it well now. It hasn't had to get more information. But if you're also having problems... Give us a call. Let's share some thoughts. 0302-216-541. Or you can send us a comment on 0244-340-437. You spoke about competitor information, Maoli. Yes. How important is that to a successful sales process? <laughs> <laughs> I know I know, it's a thesis question, but you try and answer it for us here on the show. <laughs> well, I, I mean, one of the most important things in selling is, right, starting from scratch, is... What is your value proposition? I hear a lot of people talk about value proposition, but uh, it's not real value proposition. So I'll give you a whole way to do. I think I've got a caller on the line. Hold right. on for me. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name, where you're calling from? Hey, good afternoon. I'm Jacob. Talk to me, Jacob. Calling from Islam. Right, Jacob. Talk to me. Um, actually, I, I've, been, I've been listening to your program, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Um, I'm grateful for you know you bring me up this program. Right. But you know, I have a, um, I have a little problem that I want um, your guy to help me help me out. Go ahead. Um, I've just started um, a candle business. Right. Okay? And then um, I've, I've just made my first sample, but I'm trying to pop into the um, business market and then see how best we can. So I don't know if he can help me out with that. Okay. Please keep listening. We'll try and we'll try and react to your point. He's just started a candle business. And he wants to know how to break into the market. I've got another caller on the line, I think. Let's see. Um, good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Good afternoon, yo. Emmanuel, I'm back again. Oh, Emmanuel, talk to me. <laughs> yes. Um, can you guess help us to understand the sales process proper? And is it, is it adaptable to every organization or is it one size fits all thing? Right. It's a good question. Please keep listening and we'll try and answer that. Second question, um, I think we'll answer those two questions. So let's start from, from the last one. Okay. All right. Sales approach or sales okay. process, is it adaptable? Well, a sales process has to be, first of all, um, aligned to the way your buyer buys. Without that, you you not you'll not be in sync with your customer. So it's not just company-specific, it is... Customer specific. Yes, you can have a generic sales process. You know, right. some people will have maybe a four step, a three step. If it's a complex product, it, it, it's it's much more longer. Mm. But the shorter you keep it, uh, I would recommend anything uh, if it has to be long, four, five, up to six. That's okay. But some people have long. But to answer the question, first of all, you need to understand your customer's journey. Mm-hmm. How do they buy? So. 
a typical example I use in radio, radio sales, is that, okay, you know, for instance, before you, you approach a corporate organization, you must find out when is their budget year. So if their budget year starts from January to, how do you call it, uh, December, then they must be planning by a certain time. You know the processes that you go through. So first of all, you need to understand how they buy. Mm-hmm. And the typical example I use is the tombstone seller. Did I mention it the last time? I think you did briefly. Yes. So I said, for instance, that you need to clearly know how the people buy. They, we buy after one year. So tombstones are what after one year, right? <laughs> yeah. So your steps is that your step one is identify your uh, people who need a tombstone in a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you'll be prospecting. In, in a year's time, before one year, you start calling them. Mm-hmm. That's a two-step process mm-hmm. because the person knows how the people buy, yeah. right? Yeah. If it is a three-step process, okay, introduce yourself, demonstrate, and then close, then that is it. Mm-hmm. So it's to answer the question, it is very peculiar to your own organization, what works for you. And what it is you're selling. And what it is that you are selling. Okay. We're yes. running out of time. Let's try and answer uh, the first person's question, the candle uh, business. Well, the, the candle, I don't, I, it will be very difficult to answer this question. My reason is that who is it targeting? First question I came to mind. Who's your target market? Who's your target market? You understand? Uh, so is it a, a, a aromatherapy candles? So he can reach out to you. Let's yes, put your yes, number out exactly. again. You can do that. Let's put your number out yeah, again. Right. Um, 0 2 Okay. Let's have your takeout for the conversation today. We've I've run out of time so quickly. Okay, so by take out for, for our conversation and, today and what we're doing and what we're doing um, next week. Yes. By take out for the conversation is that one, you need to use technology to accelerate your business.